everybody. Uh, welcome to the ITW Africa preview. My name is Jack Haddon and I'm a senior reporter at Capacity Media. This is a special edition of the Capacity Media podcast uh, where we're going to preview all of the goings on at ITW Africa. Um, the first time that International Telecoms Week will run an event on the continent. I'm delighted to be joined by Ayatunde Koka, who's the CEO of Open Access Data Centers. Hello, Ayatunde. Hello. Um, Ayatunde is actually the last person to be interviewed on our C-Suite Hot Seat podcast, um, available now wherever you're listening to this or wherever you get your podcast from. So if you want to learn more about him, make sure you you check that out. Um, We're also uh, delighted to be welcomed by Sylvia Anampiu, who is uh, from Baobab, Kenya. Hello, uh, Sylvia. Hello. And finally, we've got Chris Davidson, who works in uh, alongside me at Capacity Media. He's in our events team uh, and is a product manager who's responsible for writing the agenda for the show uh, and booking all of the amazing speakers that are going to be sharing their insights. Hi, Chris. Hi, Jack. Um, so, yeah, I think I speak for all of my guests when I say we can't wait to see you in Nairobi next week. Uh, we wish you all a safe journey, however you're getting uh, to ITW Africa. Uh, and for those of you who are listening to this who won't be at the event, um, we hope that we get to meet you next time. Um, but yeah, just to kind of, I guess, uh, kick us off, Chris, um, I think for those who are joining their first ITW Africa or their first ITW show, um, can you just tell us a little bit more about what ITW is, what they can expect to find once they get to Nairobi? Sure. Yeah, maybe starting from the beginning. I mean, ITW recently turned 16. It was originally founded in 2008. and We were working with the 21 largest global voice carriers at the time to found it. And since then, it's pushed on and proves to be a a crucial platform for the entire digital infrastructure community to meet, conduct business and hopefully drive some change across the industry. So throughout those 16 years, we've built up, I think, almost 2000 companies now pop it in their diary. And we have close to 6000 that attend the US event. So it's for anyone in the telecoms and ICT infrastructure space. Some other numbers, you know, 170 speakers last year in DC. So it was a fantastic show. And I think we can agree that it's a fantastic platform and one we saw the potential to launch from to serve an exciting growth market here, Africa. You know, the Africa delegation has always been an integral, important part of ITW. And we thought it was the right time to use ITW's DNA to deliver that experience directly to the market with a Pan-African offering. Um, so what to expect on the day? We've got two streams of content, one specifically for the data center industry, one specifically for the connectivity uh, market. So that that kind of helps to define the content. And then, of course, naturally, those two overlap. There's convergence. So the keynotes hope to address some of those um, issues that we can tackle as a, a united front. Um Alongside that, the meeting aspect is always the most important. And I think the reason that everyone travels to ITW is to get that calendar full of meetings um, and ones that can really push on business, whether you're meeting with existing customers or new customers to develop, you know, new relationships, pushing forward, I guess, the, uh, the expansion that we're seeing across Africa. So hopefully a catalyst for some of that, you know, we've got cloud expansion gathering pace, 90 plus DC providers across the continent. We've got operators in, I think, 14 plus countries deploying 5G. So hopefully a a meeting place for all of them to come and discuss the latest projects, um, the latest products. And then on top of that, the informal networking. We've got a drinks reception opening up the first day. 
a lot of opportunities to, you know, build these relationships. So in a nutshell, I think that's what to expect. On top of that, you know, we'll dive into, you know, talent and telecoms, you know, looking at the skills um, that we need to drive the industry forward. We've got our invitation-only leadership summit. Um, so that, that's a good opportunity. I think I Tindy will be joining us for that. And the Kenya Peering Forum as well will also be running on the, on the final day of the event, bringing the regional ISPs in that part of the ecosystem. So real pleasure to be hosting the inaugural ITW Africa in Nairobi. Um, I know Kenya's had a lot of recent, you know, push for the digital master plan. It's an entrepreneurial hotspot um, and is really driving the divide between urban, peri-urban and rural of the country. So we're lucky enough to be able to host here um, and hopefully provide a catalyst for some of the growth across the country and the continent. Yeah, it's my first time at an ITW event as well. And I think, you know, as a new member of the capacity team, I know what a good reputation it's got. I think it's really exciting that it's going to be kind of like expanding and being able to kind of, you know, you know, focus down on these uh, more specific markets with the same kind of reputation that that's, that's happened in, in Washington. So yeah, really, really looking forward to checking it out myself as well. Aitende, we learned quite a lot about OADC on the last episode of the podcast, but why don't you tell us a little bit about why you guys are joining the show and kind of what you're personally looking forward to um, in Nairobi? Well, uh, ITW has been a long time uh, event um, in the US, as you mentioned. And um, I think the first time I spoke on that was 2015 at the Africa session, which used to always used to be on the Monday. Um, and if you look over the years, um, you had many, many, many more people in the Africa uh, section. And it's always been a great um, event also to, you know, to meet the entire global industry, lots of meetings, engaging with clients, potential clients, colleagues in the industry. And I, I, I was delighted, actually, that the uh, ITW uh, elected to do ITW Africa because it shows that increasingly Africa has been, um, you know, spotlight on the global agenda for digital infrastructure, that's uh, connectivity, uh, internet exchanges, content distribution networks, data centers. And increasingly, the fundamentals of the con continent actually indicate, you know, significant growth. Uh, in the uh, in the data center industry, and of course on connectivity as well, getting broadband uh, penetration. So for us, this is home base. Um, having such a well respected event with a long track record, as I said, not just now in 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 connectivity, but going through the entire breadth of digital infrastructure, plays into what we do. Um, you know, OEDC is part of the Wild Group. Wyok has a great long track record in connectivity, uh, building out long distance networks and also um, uh, a partner in the Aquino cable to Africa uh, as well. And we have this core to edge strategy across Africa, which is suited to Africa. You know, we don't have 10 megawatt data centers everywhere, but also there's a need to have edge data centers of varying sizes uh, in uh, varying um, different uh, locations bring the connectivity into that we then we have this converged open digital infrastructure value proposition on the continent so it plays very well to what itw uh, is 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 about and uh, on top of that it's you know we've just seen the vibrancy 
of, you know, building up to this event next week, uh, talking to people is going to be very well attended. We're going to be very well res- uh, um, um, represented there from the WIOC part of the connectivity part of the business, the data center part of the business, you know, and it's a full agenda. And it also gives opportunity to to, to, to meet other uh, clients and potential clients in, in the region as well. Yeah, I'm sure lots of people will be keen to meet with you right in day. And um, we'd encourage anyone, if they haven't done so already, to download the Swap Card app. You can get in touch with Ayatunde and his team there, um, follow up on some of those points. Um, well, Sylvia, how about you? What, what are you looking forward to ITW uh, this year? A little bit um, of a shorter journey for you than some of the others on the pod today. Um, but yeah, what's what's kind of in it for you at ITW? Thank you, Jack. Um, this is my first time attending ITW. Um, oh, wicked. Yes, but you'd like to say that uh, the decision by ITW to host their first Af- their first event in Africa and specifically in, in Kenya is really a momentous occasion for all of us. Uh, it brings uh, all regional stakeholders and international stakeholders in the telecommunication industry, which is something to really look forward to. Um, Kenya being one of the subsidiaries of Baobab Group, and the Baobab Group being a uh, Pan-African uh, infrastructure and digital services company really plays a big role in bringing connectivity into Africa as a gateway into Africa and in and out of Africa. We are looking forward into building new partnerships, um, enhancing existing partnerships, uh, meeting industry leaders, as um, Atunde as has said, um, and also, of course, uh, meeting other global leaders and forging ways uh, of working together to bridge the digital divide, especially in the African continent. So these are some of the things we are looking forward to. And of course, to see what else we can do to work together with the regulators to ensure that uh, our environments are fit and uh, ready to work together. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Is there is there a lot of you guys coming from Bayabab as well? Are you joined by some of your colleagues? Yes, definitely. We'll have quite a number of us. We'll almost we'll have almost twenty of us joining. So we'll meet quite a big delegation. We are looking forward to meet, meeting each and everyone. If you see me or anyone else, please uh, say hello. Yeah, for sure. And likewise, I'm sure all of the Bayabab guys have got um, their swap card profiles activated. So make sure you reach out. Um, Sylvia, you're you're actually from Nairobi, so I wondered if you could, um, for people who'll be making the trip for the first time, have you got any advice on traveling to the city, getting around, any things they should be doing outside of all of the meetings that they'll have scheduled? I'd like to say that over the years, we've seen a lot of developments in Kenya. I think uh, we have some super highways from the airport. I don't think uh, that would be a problem getting around. No traffic on the super highway, so I believe that would be well catered for. Uh, it's always the first box checked. That's good to Yes, hear. yes, yes. So that one is checked. The weather is awesome at this point. Not too hot. Um, really good. So looking forward to hosting everyone. Uh, Kenya is a very warm, we have a very warm culture. Uh, you can as well shake hands. It's really part of our culture. Just smile, shake hands and uh, welcome to Kenya. And the Nairobi weather is excellent. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's very, very um, yes. you know, temperate and warm, but not too hot, not too humid. Exactly, exactly. And just to add, there's a lot to see around. We have a very rich uh, culture. We have some some of our Maasai markets around. You can walk around and see them. Uh, Radisson, uh, the venue, is just close to the national park. You need to just make some time and uh, visit our national parks. 
And it took me less than 24 hours to get my visa. Of course, I would encourage people to get their visas as quickly as possible. But I was pleasantly surprised at how quickly it took faster than normal. Yeah, I think mine only took about two hours, which Mm -hmm. is... Yeah, definitely a relief. Although I think that you have to print them out, right, in colour to take to the airport. Is that right? Yes, yes. I'll make make sure I do that in the office tomorrow. And yeah, some more. Hopefully, no one, uh, no one else needs to do that at the last minute. Um, Well, yeah, back to. I'm definitely going to check the national park out myself on the Friday. But um, before we get to relax and kind of hang out with all of the nature, um, there's a stacked conference agenda. I'm going to be hosting a fireside chat myself, um, looking at kind of satellite connectivity, which will be on Tuesday. And I believe, um, as luck would have it, I'm actually the warm-up act for Ayatunde, who's got his own fireside chat um, on Tuesday, uh, 3.45. Um, so Ayatunde, why don't you tell us a little bit about that session and kind of some of the things that people can expect to hear if they head over to the Mount Kenya boardroom? Yes, it's a, um, a fireside side chat with Heath uh, Anderson of DC design Africa and it's um, the it's titled how will edge or satellite data center deployment benefit uh, enterprises and even see not just enterprises but benefits uh, ecosystems and you know uh, end customers and generally countries um, so we'll talk about the proposition we have around the core to edge um, strategy um, why it matters I think the uh, the fireside chat will go into more detail about that, why it matters, what difference we expect it um, to make. You see, we have long-distance networks and edge data centers. It takes content to the edge, to the point of consumption. It actually also enables um, companies, ISPs, carriers, uh, to ride on infrastructure that's been put in place uh, to deliver to, to, to host close to the eyeballs and get out to the eyeballs uh, in the last mile. That actually transforms uh, the space because it means, therefore, that the differentiation isn't on the infrastructure you have, but the differentiation is actually on outstanding customer service. Um, and we bring this across uh, Africa. And I'll be talking about how that works, where we have the core data centers, where we have edge data centers, a broader plan in terms of how we drive this converged open digital infrastructure strategy uh, across um, uh, the continent and why it matters. You know, there's much that will transform economies uh, in in, uh, Africa uh, as well. And at the end point, also enterprises uh, can host closer to their locations. Uh, You don't have to host miles and miles. Core data centers, of course, have remote hands. Uh, hands and eyes uh, that provide a service but there's a green aspect to it as well you know you don't therefore have to have all the the, the, the traveling you know so on and we have you know um, a very very exciting rollout agenda across Africa in South Africa we are building out in Nigeria in Democratic Republic of Congo and elsewhere. And it, the, the discussion is actually not just about what WIOC and uh, OEDC is doing, it's actually also what's happening in the industry generally uh, across uh, Africa and how we see that playing out over the medium and long term. Very much looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll definitely be sticking around after my session to, to hear more about that. Sounds really good. Um, 
And S- Sylvia, you've got um, a speaking slot of your own on the Thursday. Uh, it's going to be one of our morning sessions at 9.30am, again, in the, the Mount Kenya boardroom. Um, and it's titled, How Are African Content and Connectivity Synergies Evolving? So what does that mean? What kind of insights are you looking to share during that discussion? Um, one of the uh, important uh, reasons we need to discuss this, uh, Belba being a very big player in this space, uh, connecting submarine cables into Africa and also building the terrestrial networks to reach our customers across the continent. This is very important for a few reasons. One is because of the digital transformation that we are experiencing in Africa and in Kenya in particular being a digi- digital hub. We've seen what transformation this has had on our healthcare, in our education sector, in e-commerce as well as entertainment. Secondly, uh, we've seen uh, digital transformation um, uh, also uh, spur economic growth. We have a lot of digital entrepreneurs. We have a lot of our youth taking part in uh, creation of content and monetizing and making something out of uh, uh, the digital resources that are available. Secondly, as I said, as we are bringing together content and connectivity closer to people. We want to ensure that our users have good experience, not only uh, in terms of availability of content, but how quickly and how efficient this content is. And lastly, we'd like to continue seeing global partnerships um, driven by connectivity and content. The convergence of this means that we have a lot of work to be done in the continent as well as in Kenya, such that we have more investments and more collaborative relationships with all our partners uh, in order to build the much needed infrastructure across uh, Africa. Likewise. um, I hope everyone sticks around and comes back for um, the Thursday morning and you know, be able to check that out because, again, sounds like a really important topic. Um, Chris, I, I think we, we spoke at the beginning about kind of why ITW is coming over to Africa. Um, but, you know, as well as like kind of making sure that we get to the venue without any traffic and visiting all of the natural beauty and the culture that Kenya has to offer, as well as the event itself, all of the important meetings, all of the great panel sessions that you've put together. Um, there is kind of like a, a higher purpose of, the, of this event. And why don't you talk to us a little bit about kind of, you know, what we're looking to achieve and why having all of these kind of connectivity leaders in one place together is so important to the future of, of, of connectivity in Africa. Sure. And I think Ayatindi and Sylvia mentioned two of the key central, you know, as it were, um, issues or things that we need to focus on. I mean, Ayatindi brought up about broadband penetration and the, the need for meaningful connectivity to be delivered um, to whether it's the last billion, however you want to, however you want to phrase it, it's beyond the the urban centres reaching out and really equitable connectivity um, for everyone. I think that's one key point, and we're at that. I think we're at a juncture where starting to starting to build pace starting to reach critical mass with some fiber projects it's connecting east to west i know has been a has been a key focus in the terrestrial space and i think there's efforts there that are are really starting to bring that to fruition um, and link up with the subsea capacity that we're seeing come in the huge capacity um questions of you know how that capacity is going to reach uh into the rural areas is one that I think we have, we have everyone here that 
needs to be here, the constituent parts of the industry and the ecosystem that can really build that. Um, so we need to foster the partnerships. We need to see that growth. And I think this is a platform to do it when we have the leaders all in one place discussing these key topics and learning from each other and understanding how to work together. I think that's a, a really key key point and a reason why we do this. Um, it's a platform for that growth. Hopefully it can act as a catalyst. Um, I think secondly, um, around the content point that Sylvia was touching on, it's, it's bringing that content locally, you know, hosting that locally, being able to do that. And I think the Kenya Peering Forum are going to touch on that. But I think local content is, a, is an interesting and key part, enabling that, having the infrastructure in place, the connectivity. Um, and Sylvia and I attend, they both provide that with their organisations. Um, so in a nutshell, there's a lot, of, a lot of new projects underway and a lot of new sites opening across the continent. And it's a great opportunity for leaders such as Ayatunde and Sylvia and everyone else that will be joining to interface with the marketplace, I guess, to, to meet those clients, face industry challenges head on in unity. You know, whether we're talking about the subsea capacity coming in, whether it's, you know, liberalized telecom markets opening up, um, more competition there, or whether it's reaching that critical mass with terrestrial fiber, um, and connecting the unconnected. I think that's what's central to this and what will run through the heart of a lot of discussions we have across the 28 sessions. Sure. Anything you guys would add to that? Well, it's um, the content of the sessions actually very, very, very compelling across um, a whole range of subject areas. And it's a jam-packed agenda. Uh, just say well done to the team uh, for doing that. It's a, an excellent um, list of uh, speakers right across the entire continent you know africa is a huge continent and you don't get very far in six hours uh, you know it's uh, you know you, you could you could fly six hours easily uh, to get to one location so quite a lot of people have come a long way um which is very impressive indeed um, um the, the 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 number of people the quality uh, of content the 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 the, the, the uh, the, the speaker list is very impressive, and I really commend the team for doing a great job on that. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Isaiah. That's, yeah. that's good to hear. <laughs> In addition, we are really looking forward to this first ever event, and we are looking forward to mine out of uh, everything that will be available, and also to tackle the challenges and turn them into opportunities on what we can do in bridging the digital divide, what we can do about the regulatory framework, as well as uh, content monetization. Um, for, for the people in Africa. Uh, looking forward really to those conversations and the collaborative meetings that we shall have thereafter. Sure, I think it's going to be a great event. Personally, really looking forward to it. I'm sure all of you guys are. And hopefully everyone listening uh, is as well. And we hope this has whetted your appetite. Very much look forward to seeing you guys uh, in Nairobi. As I mentioned, if you aren't joining us this year, make sure that you come back. Are we, have we got dates for 2024 yet, Chris? Or something TBC? TBC. TBC, cool so keep an eye out for that if you aren't joining um but yeah if, otherwise definitely if you see any of us on site come say hi we can't wait to meet you and thanks for listening to the itw africa preview